cool, cool, Uroy done rule. Uroy is the godfather of the DJ school. Cool, cool, Jayute done rule. Influential factor of the DJ school. Cool, cool, King Stit done rule. Easy, Father Stit. You well equipped in other school. Cool, cool, Brigadier done rule. Dreadlocks educator in other DJ school. Once upon a time when we were coloured, we were full up of roots and we were cultured. And that reflected itself in the way we were and the way we wore and the music we rocked to on the dance floor. I remember how we used to follow music in the days when it was still released on plastic. And you supported your local sound as far as you were concerned it was the best in town. Let's be real, Jamaica had a massive impact and still does on our style and pattern and the way we act. Back then, it was something to cling to and its music was something to sing to and to relate to and to debate to and to feel great to. Cool, cool. Josie Well done rule, hardcore, ragga tough, you know, the DJ school. Cool, cool, Admiral done rule, vibesology, you know, the DJ school. Cool, cool, Papa San done rule. Him are the marathon man in you know, other school. Cool, cool, Tiger in done rule. Their man have the style in you know, the DJ school. Cool, cool, Super Cat done rule. Don Don Dada in you know, the DJ school. And every now and then, a star would come over from the Caribbean. All men like Dandy Livingston and Dennis Al Capone. Suzanne, beware of the devil. And Al Capone, guns don't argue. There was Bob and Marcia, who were young, gifted and black, and that's a fact. And a great truth for us to know when we were feeling really low, back when there weren't no black in the Union Jack and the cops were always on your back like pariahs, chucking you in the back of what they call their black mariahs. I well remember Cliff McDaniel and how the cops beat him for doing nothing more than standing on a corner and chirpsing the galdem who fancied him. He was only 13 or 14, but he was already six feet tall and counting, and he had that black man swagger that made boydem madder. So they clattered him and battered him in full view of everyone during school lunchtime to send a message to each and every one of us who were made in the sun that they run things. And if it wasn't for certain tunes like Young, Gifted and Black, we wouldn't have known if our souls were intact. We wouldn't have known that to be Young, Gifted and Black was where it was at. A lovely, precious dream, if you know what I mean. And even though we're haunted in truth, by the brutal experiences of our youth, we couldn't have made it without the soundtrack that shaped it. Cool, cool. General Trees, you don't rule. Rumpus kicking up, you know, the DJ's cool, cool, cool. Early B, you don't rule. Early, you are the doctor in the DJ's school. Cool, cool. Trinity, you don't rule. I love the style, I love the pattern that you set you know, the school, and cool, cool, Ja Thomas, you don't rule, piece of this, piece of that, you know, the DJ school. 
And that is why I always say that those singers and players of instruments who were such a massive influence and who made us feel it in the one drop have still not been given their props in the Queen's birthday honours list or in any other way. And frankly, that's a disgrace. But it's we who should be ashamed. It's we who should be giving them their acclaim every hour, every day, every day of every week, every week of every month of every year. We owe a massive respect to them and them, the unsung heroes from whom every UK musical tree grows. Whether you be Ed Sheeran or Stormzy, you need to pay homage respectfully to the foundation of the music, to all the godfathers who set it. You see the elders then? We no nurse, we no pet, we no dribble on a suit, and we no powder, we no better respect the elder entertainer, all of the foundation set respect for. To all the youngsters who would disrespect the elders, some little entertainers, what is the matter with them? Them do a one song, which is the top of top 10, nothing no itty tighty t, nothing no fleety flighty flea, and them no hold, them original corner again. Lyrics is the solution for the whole of them. It feels like them one disrespect legend. So listen and learn from one of the masters on how Jamaica took the blues and made it faster and then took the scar and made it slower the way Bob Marley did with the Whalers. unsung heroes. Certainly you've been at the helm of music in this country since what? We're talking about the mid-70s, is that yeah. when you started getting involved? 
Playing groups, yes, like 74, 75 playing groups and since then till now. And do you know where it all started for you? As a musician? Yes. Well, it started in my house in Paddington, you know, um, when my parents bought the house that I'm living in now. They bought that in 1962 and um, there was a piano in the house and the man who owned the house, the man who owned the house. I asked my father if he wanted to buy the piano, my father said yes, and that's where I started. And that impacted on your father so much, the fact that you were able to play so much, that your father stipulated in his will later what? No, he didn't, I did. Oh, sorry. I stipulated that there must always be a piano in the Morrison household. Why? Because um, if there are children there, some might gravitate to it, not necessarily all, but if it's there, it's something for them to even touch and play and be intrigued by. And it may lead, not necessarily to a career, but some form of pleasure. You know? It's led to both a career and pleasure yeah. in your case. Do you remember how you gravitated to it? Because you'd never played a piano before. No. And how, how long did it remain in your house before you started gravitating to it? From the first day I started playing it, it's just, you know, when you're a child and you see something new, you just go to it. So it was like a toy to you, was yeah, it? Yeah, it was there and I used to play all the time. When I'm happy, when I'm sad, and I forget to hold off in the front room on the piano. And did you pick it up straight away or did yeah. you have to have lessons? No, I picked it up straight away. Picked it up straight away and started playing popular songs that are around at the time. Do you remember any? No, not really. Just songs that was on the radio and things that. Just things, just pick up things that were being played and. Like My Boy Lollipop, that kind of thing. Yeah, even. It was before that kind of stuff. Before My Boy Lollipop? What, what year was My Boy Lollipop? 62, 63, 64, something like that. Yeah, well, from 62. <laughs> pop songs, you know, the things that were there, you know. Yeah, so it, was, it was really British pop songs you were listening to? Not just British pop songs. Songs that. Um, British pop songs, as well as like songs that parents would play, you know, the records and all that thing. Because you had a classic gramophone in your house, the, the, the same kind that every Caribbean home had. Well, we had a record player, so we didn't have the blue spot. But my uncles had a blue spot, but we had um, a record player. But the blue spot, the blue spot. The blau punk. Yeah, the blau punk, as they yeah. say in German, was the classic yeah, record was, player of the time. That was. Furniture. And do you remember which kind of songs your uncles used to play on it? Because at the time there were a lot of reggae songs coming into the chart, Scars tunes as well. Yeah, but even my early memories of like music being played um, in the household were songs like um, there was a song, A Penny Reel, A Penny Reel, A Penny Reel, A Penny Reel, I bet I've nothing to give me Penny Reel. I can't remember the words, but those are the kind of songs. And I remember my father had a record. These were like on, um, I think they were 10 inch slates, maybe 33, if I remember. Or 78. 78. 78. Yeah. And um, I remember he had one called Fufu Sammy, Fufu Sammy. What a fool like Fufu Sammy. If everybody tell you so, Fufu Sammy is really a fool. The kind of mentorish kind of song, you know, like you hear a banjo in the background. Yeah, that was, that was 
fond memories. Uh, you would end up playing music like that later on in your career, yeah. of course, as being yeah. the originator for Jazz Jamaica as well. Well, one of them, yeah, the original keyboard player, producer, and the only original song written for the band, even now. Which song was that? The song called Nubia. Can you play us a little bit of that? Do you remember how it goes? Let's go back again now. How did you get involved, or how did you first get a break as a professional musician? Well, um, I always used to play the piano at home. And my cousin, Tony Phillips, he plays with Rough Cut. He does a lot of production. Rough band. Cut band, for those who don't know it, are, yeah. I suppose, the premier yeah. reggae backing band. Yes, from like the 80s and such. And I used to play with backing bands that were before them, in the 70s. Rough, rough Cut initially used to be, was it the administrators? No, Rough Cut. Um, they were all members of a group called Undivided Roots. That's it, Undivided Roots. Yeah, and Don Campbell used to sing. He used to play drums as well sometimes, but Undivided Roots. And it was my cousin Tony Phillips who was a guitarist in the band that um, we all used to play the piano at home. And he said, um, Come man, I'm going to join that group. That was about 74, 75. So how old would you have been at that time? 74, 17, 18, 17, 74. So your cousin said to you, come and let's join a band? Yeah, you know, joined the band. And um, this band was called the Spartans. And they, were a, they were a big band, weren't they, the Spartans? Uh, I seem to remember that. I don't know, but... Um, well, for us, it was everything was big, you know, because you know it is the first venture into that, and um, the bass player was Sungi Ansel Henry. He plays bass for Misty Roots, you know? and um, of course Tony Phillips eventually ended up like, being the rhythm guitarist. It was um, one of my cousin's boyfriends. Well, excellent. His name was Clyde Met, he played the rhythm guitar. There was a drummer called Hiron. Another guitarist called um, Morris Bailey. And then um, eventually we had horns as well. We had a horn player, um, Peter Hilton, passed, passed away a few years ago. We used to call him Big Bird. And he used to play trumpet. And then the saxophone, we had a man called Trevor Burton. And um, and then eventually we had a singer with Vivian Jones. Vivian Jones, is yeah, that a big ring as well. Yeah, you know. So um, it was like those fun days because we used to even play. This used to be a, a club in Harrow, how we used to call Railway, where we used to have like Neville, the Enchanted Sounds used to be playing up there, sound systems, and we played there as a band. You know, from that time, Burning Spear was out there. They are still, he's still kicking up dust. Of course. But, you know, we play to like uh, traveling, you know, things. We had our horn section, and I think we were plugged into the speaker box of the sound system. It wasn't, it wasn't, it was pre-PA days. You know what I mean? It was 
fun. It was good. What kind of music were you playing at the time? Reggae. Reggae. Yeah, man, like we've been traveling, burning spear and things so like roots, that. Reggae. Roots, yes, man. Can you give us any examples of the tunes you used to play? We've been traveling, for example, burning spear. There. I don't know if you can remember how that goes on the chords. No. So we're talking about the era now of Roots Reggae, mid-70s, mm. as it's bubbling up at the time. Was there much of a market for it? Because in the UK, a lot of us were still soul boys, weren't we? Speak for yourself. But in my corner, <laughs> in my corner, no. But there were some, you know, from the area that were into that and they were doing their soul dances and things. But my corner was more the Roots corner. It was always the Roots corner. So reggae, roots, rap reggae. Roots was bubbling under. Yeah, always. And people were still listening to people like Johnny Clark though, at that time. And Rocker's time now. Yeah, that was after though. That was like kind of a bit that later. Was after. That was, yeah, that was a bit later. Further down. It wasn't like that. For that time there, it wasn't being more like Burning Spear, you know, Whalers, Bob Marley and Roots. Roots in general. Mm. But a lot of reggae tunes were still getting into the charts in those days. Though. Yeah, yeah, funny enough, yes. Not, not the root stuff, not the root no, stuff. No, no, things like Young Gifted and Black and, you know, Bobby Marcia, Young Gifted and, and I think even, I think probably even Pipe Piper and things like that. Yes, Bobby Marcia again, yeah. another Bobby Marcia tune. Yeah, and... It originally done by Rita Marley, funny enough, yeah. Pipe Piper. Mm. Yeah. Do you remember how that Young Gifted and Black goes? I think we're little bit funny. There was something like um, he started. Mm -hmm. It was good, it was a big hit. I big think it hit. got to number one. Yeah, something like that, yeah. yeah. Although very different from the uh, mm. Nina Simone Definitely. original. Because when I heard the Nina Simone one, I even said it to um, Bob Andy, because we played that with Bob and Master. And, um, Bob Andy Bob and Master Griffiths. Bob Andy and Master Griffiths. Yeah. No, the original uh, yeah, the reggae, reggae version. Yeah. When I said it to Bob Andy, he said, yeah, when you hear the original, the tape to how she did it, it was, well, it was unique. It was totally different. Totally different. Yeah. yeah. It, but does this show that reggae came from the blues? Because Nina Simone, essentially rhythm and blues, stroke gospel, if you like, mm. stroke operatic sometimes. Mm. But it, is this showing the early roots of reggae? Because reggae's roots are in rhythm and blues, as I understand it. Yeah, yeah, I agree, definitely. Because um, that is the root, because I'm not. Because the mere fact that you do like the things like the off the easy snapping. So is rhythm and blues the roots of reggae then? I would think that there are definitely um, some of the definitely come from Because the mere fact is like rhythm and blues boogie boogie. Because you know. Mm. 
is like coming from that. Like when you hear it, she was like easy snapping. That was Theophilus. Theophilus Beckford. Yeah, Theophilus That was what? Is that one of the early Jamaica recordings? I think the very first Jamaica recording, wasn't it? Well, I don't know the I don't know the actual history of that particular one, but that, yeah, South, I think it was because I think I've seen it on a documentary. But that is, you know, like boogie woogie that they would say was boogie woogie. That's it, connection though to the early roots of reggae as it's played nowadays I mean it's yeah but you know that's just a natural progression because it wouldn't say that it wouldn't say like that all the time that's just a natural progression with all genres of music um, well perhaps I'm wrong perhaps there is still some blues when we hear the bashment style well the way that the rhythm is It's just a faster version of a... Uh, and then it's here, you know. You know, it's here, and now the scale was rock steady. With the thing changed, like, came back. Slow it down a bit and then the reggae. Rock steady, slower thing it was how the drum would play it. It was a, it was just the way that it would the whole thing because it was slower than skia which should have been whatever. But the tempo of it would be you know be up you know No, if you're talking about Scar, I know that's you you were part of forming Jazz Jamaica. Yeah, I was in the that was there as a keyboard player. Well what was the concept of Jazz Jamaica? Well, um I know Gary Crosby was getting the group together, the musicians, and um Mike Banny Rose, who sat up on the flute, he called me. You know, he told him, say, I know someone that could, that this is his thing. And that's how I got involved with it. So I started playing and, you know, I used to do everything actually, except collect the money. You know, understand me, yeah. He used to do everything. He ordered the songs and, the, you know, the set list and compiled. I, I, when we recorded, I recorded, I produced the albums, the first three albums, their most successful albums. And um, well, you're in the original song, as I said earlier, media. Yeah, but the, the concept itself was to show that Jamaican music has jazz roots, is it? Yes, yeah, Jazz Jamaica was a title of an album, um, an old album. Uh, I think Jazz Jamaica Workshop or something like that. So, and as far as Skia is, you, you would have to say that Skia was like Jamaican jazz. Gary probably just wanted a, 
a band that could play the music like how Scatterlights was playing. So Scatterlights was the original ska band out yeah, of Jamaica. Original ska featuring band. Featuring the likes of Don Drummond, the late yeah. Grave. Yeah, Don Drummond, Dizzy Moore, Logan Alfonso, you know. So the Jazz Jamaica was basically a UK version of the Scatterlights, was it? Well, not necessarily a UK version. Well, you could say that, but um, it was just another band that's playing ska. Yeah, but not, not just but reggae. Right. And other things. You know, because like, Scar at the time, yeah. we're talking about the 90s here, Scar at the time was being played mostly by the white bands, really, because yeah. of Two Tone, the Specials, yeah. the Selector, and that yeah. type of thing. So yours was different, though. You were going back. Yeah, I was the more. Of Scar. Yeah, yeah. You know, more the, traditional. Yes, more traditional, definitely. Wasn't as fast as what the Two Tone thing was, because that was. That wasn't too fast, that was too fast, you know, that was very fast. What kind of tunes were you playing with Jazz Jamaica? Things like Confucius. <laughs> things like that, Confucius and other things, and they did a lot of covered, a lot of songs, a lot of jazz numbers, you know. What about things like The Whip? No, we never did that. Yeah, but, but I've asked you several times to do it. <laughs> yeah, but well, you, 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 yeah, but that was one of the classics <laughs> by the Ethiopians, wasn't it? Yes, yeah. How's that go again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hope you do like a piano front. All right. I can do the do the dum do the dum. The whip. Is that all you're going to do for us? Well, you know, it's because more just like the bass line, then the horn is na 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 So it's jazz really, isn't it? We well, are talking jazz. Well, you know, you know jazz has, has, is a broad umbrella for a lot of music because, you know, you'll have a lot of things that will be jazz, but it will be Latin jazz and, and whatever. And then like we've got Jamaican jazz, which would be more like skia. Because it's, what it is, is the beat. But the top lines, um, the melodies and the improvisation, solo-wise, that's where the jazz really lies. You know, in my mind anyway. So you could have jazz from any genre, really. Because it's the beat. So Latin would be the Latin beat, and then reggae or skia would be the Jamaican beat, as such, and then so on and so forth. Who are some of the great bands and artists that you've performed with? Either as a backing musician. Well, you know, well, from Roland Alfonso, Ernest Rangin, if you're going from like the old school. You know, there's Eddie Tantan, who's still here playing. Um, he's a trumpeter. He's, he's a trumpeter, yeah. He used to play with Eric Dean's band, which was a great band in Jamaica in the 50s, with Ernest Rangin. Um, all the way through from, well, most of the Jamaican acts. It would be easier to say the acts I haven't played with, <laughs> to be honest with you. But seriously, it would be easier to name the acts that I haven't played with. The Wailers. Um, yeah, I've never played with the Wailers. But I've played with, um, I've done sessions in Jamaica where some of the Wailers, like um, Wire, uh, Wire Lindo, who was all good, and Tyrene Downey, done harmonica and things that I've done in Jamaica when I've worked with like King Sounds when I used to play with King Sounds in the Israelites. Mm -hmm. 